Welcome to the Well Women Co. podcast, where we grow together in our faith and well-being as women of God. I'm your host, Brooke Peterson, and founder of Well Women Collaborative, author of the book, Food Freedom, Stop Hiding and Uncover Who You're Meant to Be, and the eight-week online course, Food Freedom 60. I'm a wife, mom, and recovering strivaholic learning to live from a posture of rest because of the finished work Jesus accomplished on the cross. He's lit a fire in my belly to dive deep into the living and active Word of God. His Word is transforming my mind, building a steadfastness to stand strong despite circumstance and the unrelenting popular opinions of culture. My mission is to impart revelation truth from the Word of God to equip and empower women to awaken to their intrinsic value and unique purpose in Christ. Whether you listen to a solo episode with myself or catch conversations with our guests, my commitment is to always leave you with practical applications to grow your faith and improve your well-being. My prayer is that you'll leave each episode with your cup filled up and your heart strengthened to overcome whatever comes your way. Remember, you are an original and every one of your days have been written about in heaven as Psalm 139 verse 16 states. God's plan for your life is good and more important than you could ever imagine. Let's dig in together and receive all that he has for you and I. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to the Well Women Co. podcast. Hey, well, welcome back, Well Women, to another edition of our Freedom From series. If you've not caught the last episode, we talked about freedom from body shame, something that I have personal experience with on a very deep level. And so I encourage you, if you are just jumping in on this series for freedom from anxiety, perhaps this is a area of your life where it's a struggle. And you're like, I need some answers in this arena here and now. Um, I commend you for tuning in. And I also want to encourage you to catch all of the Freedom From series. If you've not got the earlier um, episodes from this series, I encourage you to go back. Because even if the subject isn't in an area where you particularly have uh, struggles I guarantee there's people in your life that do. And I envision this podcast and this community as being leaders. I know many of you already see yourselves as leaders. And my hope is that as you continue to listen and get filled up through the truth of the word of God and through these podcasts that you recognize that you are a leader and you have influence in some area of your life. And so I believe listening to all of these Freedom From series will help equip you to bring godly support and love and truth into the people around you in your life that might be struggling with these areas. So with that being said, let's dive into today's topic of freedom from anxiety. And before we get too deep into this subject, I want to put out a huge disclaimer is this. I am not a doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist. Uh, My goal through this episode in particular is to look through the lens of the word of God to find answers and freedom from anxiety. We know that there are many great resources and tools to support you if this is something that has really been uh, marked you in your life. 
But today, for the sake of our conversation together, I'm trusting for wisdom and revelation from the Spirit of God to give you insight on your strategy. Because each of us have different roots of our anxiety. Each of us um, could be anxious about different things. And so obviously, I don't know what that is specifically for you and what your healing journey will look like. But I'm just trusting God that as you listen to the remainder of this episode, that that the Holy Spirit will give you divine strategy of how you are to overcome anxiety and how you can actually live in total freedom in this area. And so with that being said, I just thank you for your grace. Um, As you listen to today's podcast, I also welcome your insights. I welcome your tools and um, the things that have helped you or maybe those that you know walk in freedom from anxiety. So again, thank you for your heaps upon heaps of grace as I dive into this what could be a huge and super broad subject. So let's try to narrow it down a little bit and let's start off by defining anxiety. What is anxiety? This definition is from the stats from Anxiety and Depression Association of America. First of all, can we just acknowledge that I am glad that I don't work at the Anxiety and Depression Association of America? I am thankful for what these guys do. I'm sure they do great work, but that would just be a tough job to show up day in and day out at the Anxiety and Depression Association. (laughs) It just kind of blew me away. So I digress. This is the definition of anxiety from them. A feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. Here's a few stats from this same association. The national prevalence data indicate that nearly 40 million people in the U.S., that's 18% of our whole population in the United States, experience an anxiety disorder in any given year. That is wild. That's, That's almost, not quite, but it's almost a quarter of all U.S. citizens experience an anxiety disorder in any given year. That's massive. Think about your neighborhood. Maybe you live in an apartment building. Maybe you're on campus somewhere and think about the whole of that campus or apartment or neighborhood and think of like a quarter of those homes being lit up because a quarter of the people living in those homes are experiencing severe anxiety. That's sort of frightening. Approximately 8% of children and teenagers experience an anxiety disorder, with most people developing symptoms before 21. So again, this isn't just for adults, this is for our kids as well. And only about one-third of those suffering from an anxiety disorder receive treatment, even though the disorders are highly treatable. So this is an issue, and I don't believe in our culture it's going away. And let's just be real, it's a miraculous feat if you didn't contract some sort of an anxiety disorder, if all you've consumed in the last year, namely 2020, has been mainstream media. So if all you've been consuming is mainstream media primarily in the past year, even in this current year, chances are that you've contracted some sort of anxiety disorder because that's all that is being pumped out at us. And it's totally understandable if you lack support in this past year. There's a chance you might have experienced anxiety through work, 
school, new schedules, lockdowns, etc., even outside of the news media. So what I don't want to do right now is to minimize the very real feelings and even the physiological effects you may have had or are having because of anxiety this year or last year or currently. I just want us to acknowledge that any presence of anxiety that you might have felt this past year or that you're experiencing right now, like let's just acknowledge it, right? There's no shame, but I think acknowledging, and if you're listening to this um, podcast episode intentionally, you're probably already saying, yes, anxiety is a thing for me. And yes, I want to live in freedom, but thirdly, I don't know how, so give me some hope. So that's that's our goal. So I want to say off the bat, because you're experiencing anxiety, you are not broken. You are not wrong. You are not even anxious. You are feeling the effects of the anxiety. And so I want you right now to take a deep breath and identify what is the cause of any anxiety you may feel in this moment. So literally, wherever you are, if you can, take a deep breath. And I want you to try to visualize, like, what is the source of your anxiety? Name it. We already talked about a few examples a minute ago. Work, school, new schedules, lockdowns, relationships, you name it. What is the source of your personal anxiety? So I want you to just take a deep breath and I want you to try to picture that in your mind. What is the root or what is the source of that anxiousness that you're being that you've been feeling that might feel like it's it's actually trying to overtake you overtake your emotions overtake your body okay so now that you hopefully have that in your mind's eye I want to declare this over you in that particular circumstance so as I declare this is actually scripture in the passion translation but as I declare this truth over you, I want you to actually visualize this source or root of anxiety that's been torturing you or tormenting you. And I want you to listen to what I'm about to speak over you. And I want you to almost envision it as like arrows um, or bullets, these words being bullets to start to demolish the source of your anxiety. Because Though God says that, he says that his word is alive and it's active. And it actually helps us to separate what is from the soul and what is from the spirit. So those things that are like overcoming us and those things that are causing anxiety and the word of God helps dissect that between like, no, what is true here? What's the truth? So I believe that as you hold intention, the very real source of your anxiety, listen to this truth And almost in your mind's eye, see it as like you shooting arrows at the source and root of your anxiety. Okay, so here we go. This is from Philippians 4.19. So hold that area in your mind's eyes as I read this. I am convinced that my God will fully satisfy every need you have. For I have seen the abundant riches of glory revealed to me through the anointed one, Jesus Christ. I'm going to read that one more time. I am convinced that my God will fully satisfy every need you have. So as you hold this source of anxiety in your mind's eye, I want to declare over that area that in that particular area of your life, of your mind, of your heart, that you are becoming fully convinced 
that your God will fully satisfy every need you have in that area, every worry you have in that area, every amount of anxiety you have in that area, God will fully satisfy. For I'm declaring that you will see the abundant riches of glory revealed to you through the anointed one, Jesus Christ. So that is a good word. (laughs) That is a good word, sister. You can look that up. It's Philippians 4.19 in the Passion Translation. And so again, as we continue in this conversation, I want you to hold that truth. And that can be one of your weapons today. This can be one of your strategies to begin to walk in victory over that area of anxiety that has been trying to steal, kill, and destroy from you. This is such a brilliant quote by Dale Carnegie. It says, Our fatigue is often caused not by work, but by worry, frustration, and resentment. And I think that anxiety could fit right in there as well. Our fatigue is often caused not by work, but by worry, frustration, and resentment. So how many of us are fatigued because of worry and anxiety? Many times we're using the imagination God gave us as a good gift and we're wasting it coming up with imaginary situations that most likely won't even happen. So again, I want to encourage us and to recognize like how, how much has anxiety cost you in the last year? How much has anxiety cost you in the last week? And I need to ask myself the same question like, man, how long have I spent worrying or being anxious about a certain situation, it's actually cost me joy. It's cost me time. It's cost me my health in different areas, all because I'm using my imagination to think and consider and imagine the worst of the situation, like the the worst possible scenario. And again, like there's no shame here. Our brains are almost wired to do that. But what if we use our brains and what if we use our imaginations for good to actually start to imagine the best about a person or the best about a situation or the best about an outcome? And so as we defined anxiety, what is the antidote of anxiety? Again, it's helpful to clarify and define like what is the thing? And then when we talk about what's the opposite of a subject, I think it also helps bring us clarity as to how do we walk in it and what do we pursue instead of anxiety, for instance. So the antidote to anxiety is advantage, contentment, ease, faith, calm, certainty, trust, and confidence. Like even saying those words out loud in my own spirit and mind and body, I literally feel a release. I feel like the peace cascading over my body even as I read those words versus anxiety, worry, lack, right? And I believe that the presence of anxiety reveals a lack of trust and misalignment of imagination. Let me read that again. The presence of anxiety reveals a lack of trust and a misalignment of imagination. Again, it's not using our imaginations like we were created to use them. And I believe that when there's anxiety in our life, whether or not it's about a big thing or a small thing, like you just are anxious about the next day because it's a big day and there's a lot to do and there's a lot to manage, right? That's real. And that's anxiety. But I believe that the presence of anxiety is actually a roadmap and like a red flag to our own spirits and selves of saying, hey, something's out of alignment here. Like there's actually a lack of trust 
And the Father in his goodness, he wants to let us know that. He wants to bring that to our awareness so that we can go back to him, so that we can start to use our imagination for good, so we can start to expect the best and live out of a posture of faith and rest versus lack and anxiety. Those are two totally different postures, and I've lived absolutely in both of them. And for the majority of my life, I lived in the lack and the anxiety mindset for sure. 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, We break down every thought and proud thing that puts itself up against the wisdom of God. We take hold of every thought and make it obey Christ. 2 Corinthians 10.5, if it's not already, it should be one of your life foundational verses because as human beings with brains living in a fallen world, we literally need this every day hourly of our lives is to recognize when there's thoughts when there's imaginations, when there's proud things that puts itself up against the wisdom of God, meaning against the word of God, meaning what he's decreed, meaning against who he is, against his nature. When there's those things that pop up in our mind, anxiety being one of them, we must take hold of those thoughts and make it obey Christ and turn it around, right? 1 Peter 5, 7 says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. I had a dollar for every time I've uttered that verse in particular. I would be a wealthy woman, I'm telling you, because it's a it's a daily habit. It's a daily habit because life changes. It ebbs and flows. There's new opportunities. There's new challenges in, in being a human being. And so naturally, there's new anxiety that wants to spring up. And so instead of feeling shame around that anxiety... Or instead of feeling like, well, here we go again, we can simply say, God, I am casting my anxiety on you. I'm putting it back in your lap, putting it back on your shoulders because you're the one that can carry it, can handle it. And I know that you care for me. (laughs) That is so key too in all this of knowing that not only has he given you an imagination for good, to be used for good and to imagine the best, like Jeremiah 29, 11 says that there's a future that is good and there's an expected end for you, it's not only because he said that, it's because he actually cares for you as a daughter of God. And so let's start to put this together and talk about some action steps when it comes to freedom from anxiety. And the first one that I would share, there's three action steps. The first one I want to share with you is number one, just to turn yourself in Turn yourself in, sister, like I have to do on a daily basis. As one of my mentors from afar, Kevin Zedai, says to the fact that the word of God will not fail in your life. The word of God will not fail in your life. And we know there's discrepancies, right? Um, Psalm 119.89 says, Your word, Lord, is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. That's Psalm 119.89. Your word, Lord, is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. And so we have to consistently just turn ourselves in to the fact that God's word will not fail and to the reality of, yes, there is discrepancies at times in our life. Sometimes we get sick. Sometimes people die early. Um, Sometimes we're struggling financially, but we're like, Lord, you're the provider. Why am I struggling so much in my finances? And there comes a point where we just have to turn ourselves into the word and say, Lord, I don't necessarily understand this, but I'm going to stand upon what you have decreed because I recognize that I'm living in a fallen world. And sometimes the answer seems to take longer. Sometimes the breakthrough and the deliverance, it seems to take longer 
to actually manifest, but I'm believing based upon your word and what you've already decreed before the foundations of the earth, that this is true and that this is my inheritance and that this is what I'm going to be walking in. So I just want to prepare you again as a leader, as a daughter of the most high God, that you have the authority to stand on the word and that as human beings, we have to constantly turn ourselves in to the Lord and just say, Lord, I don't know. I don't have an answer for the situation. <laughs> so I'm just going to yield to your word. I'm going to yield to your spirit and trust that you're going to bring about the answer in due time. Um, number two is that it's a military act to demand any thoughts that discredit or come against what God has said and take them captive and replace them. Like it's a military act. And so you're going to have to start to step into like this warrior mode, not just once a week, not just like once a year when you get your New Year's resolutions set and tidy and you're like, okay, now I'm really going to seek the Lord with all my heart. And you like, you know, those camp highs when you go to camp, not literally high, you know, but like those high, those emotional highs from any event or vacation, girls weekend, you know, summer camp when you're a kid, whatever it is. And then you kind of come back and you get in that complacency mode again. Well, the Lord is calling us up as women to like not ride the roller coaster of emotion, but really take on the persona of a soldier. And we've talked about this as well in previous podcasts, but recognize that when thoughts come up of anxiety, of doubt, of worry, it's actually easier, at least for me, I've found it's easier to just let them hang around in your brain. Like you can kind of dismiss them and start thinking about something else, but it actually is like a military forceful act to recognize, okay, this thought is not from the Lord. This thought is not leading me to abundant life. It's not leading me to joy. It's not leading me to a prosperity mindset. I have to do something about it. So you actually use your words and you identify this thought is not of God and you have to replace it with something that is. So you actually have to use your words to speak out the truth of the word of God because it's by hearing that our faith increases. It's by hearing that our faith increases. It's not by thinking that our faith increases. So there's a huge difference there. We could do a whole podcast about that. But again, I just want to prepare you that this life of living victoriously and free from anxiety, it's like a military act. And especially at first, it's like you have to be special ops military. Like it's intense. There's intense training. There's intense discipline. But as you mature and get disciplined and you get in shape per se as a soldier of God, as a warrior, this it starts to get a little easier because those thoughts aren't as aren't as uh, present. They aren't as often. They'll still come, but you're building that muscle and that warrior mode to say, no, not this is not gonna hang out in my brain for any longer than it needs to, okay? So number one, turn yourself in to the Lord. Number two, recognize that this is a military act to start to change our thoughts. It takes work. If you're in an intense season of anxiety, this might feel like a full-time job. And again, I'm not a psychiatrist, um, not a counselor, right, to like actually walk you through this. But I, I just know that when you're going through seasons of intense anxiety, I just want to prepare you that you might need to start saying no to some other obligations and responsibilities in order to build the muscle of discipline and strength to start to defeating these thoughts that are trying to come and steal from your life. Number three, I want to encourage you 
as far as action steps of being free from anxiety is to pursue holistic health, right? We know on this podcast, I'm obsessed with like the whole picture of our health, not just spiritual, not just physical, etc. So I would say, okay, if you're struggling with anxiety, check your diet, check your diet. Are you eating a lot of refined foods, refined refined sugars, um, any processed foods? Are you over consuming caffeine or sugar, right? Those are the three things I check for, like how's your caffeine intake? What is your sugar intake right now? And what does your processed food intake look like right now? Because we know there's ample scientific proof that diet is going to affect our mental state. And the health of our gut is going to affect our mental state. So I would ask and implore you to start to take note of your diet and maybe make some tweaks. You know, most of us know what to do. We just don't do it. And so you probably know what you need to do in your diet. Um, You just haven't done it. So hopefully this is like your wake up call and your motivation because you have a motive that's bigger than just losing weight or getting healthier. No, you actually want to live in freedom from anxiety and starting to um, steward the food that you're eating and being more diligent about what you're putting and fueling your body with. That will actually help you to start to walk out freedom in the area of anxiety. Um, And also say, what's your morning routine look like? Are you waking up just ready to go and rearing and already behind in your day? Are you waking up with intention? You're waking up with some silence. You're waking up with spending some time with the Lord, getting truth in you, you know, fueling your body, fueling your spirit. Um, You're starting your morning with some movement, whatever that might be. Um, I have a great resource for that in particular. If you feel like your morning routine is crap, for letter, back, lack of a better word, um, Miracle Mornings. Um, this is by a secular author. There's actually a movie and a documentary out about it now. But I love and fully embrace his framework. I make it totally my own. But if you are someone who's, who's struggled with your days and struggled with your mornings, I'm telling you, I'm not going to get into it now for sake of time, but this has transformed my life in a few short months, just making some of these tweaks. So I highly encourage you again, if anxiety is something that feels like it's too much for you to bear, uh, your miracle mornings by this author, again, I'll put the links in the show notes, will be extremely helpful for you to start to put some structure around your mornings in a way that fits your life. It's not like you're doing something that doesn't fit for you. You can absolutely morph it into your life, your schedule, your family, etc. But it will help you start your days on a more grounded um, level. Um, also within holistic health, like recreation, are you having fun? Are you laughing? <laughs> are you doing get together with girlfriends? Because we know that recreation is where we recreate. So if there's a lack of like fun and rest in your life, then we might need to address that because that absolutely can lead to anxiety. Again, fellowship, that's part of that. Who is in your friend circle right now? Who are you spending time with? Who's filling up your cup? Are you hanging out with people that you want to become that encourage you and call it the best in you? Or are you hanging out with people that do the opposite? Um, Next with holistic health, again, this rest piece, this Sabbath piece. Uh, The first episode we did in this series was called Freedom from Hustle. So if you have not listened to that, go back and listen to Freedom from Hustle because that will give you some more tools in this area of like resting. Um, So not just physical rest within sleep, which is vitally important, vitally, vitally important. In fact, um, one of the first podcast episodes I did um, 
about my book, Food Freedom, Stop Hiding and Uncover Who I'm, You're Meant to Be, is dedicated to this topic of sleep and rest. And it is literally number one. If I were to prescribe any sort of health protocol for a woman coming to me about almost any issue, whether it's anxiety or weight or hormones or digestion, whatever, I would I would say we need to dial in your sleep. So without saying too much on that, like how is your resting habits? How is your physical sleep? But then also, are you having time set apart in your week that you're just unplugging from your phone, social media, responsibilities, spending time with friends or family, okay? So again, the three keys that I would say here is turn yourself in, okay, to the Lord and his word. Number two, recognize that this is a military act. It's going to take some time, some discipline, just like soldiers have to go through that process of learning and growing and strengthening to defeat their enemy. You're going to have to take on the same mindset to defeat these thoughts and this anxiety that wants to steal from you. And number three, checking in on your holistic health. So how's your diet, your morning routine, your recreation, your fellowship, um, your rest habits? What do those things look like? So I'm so excited for you. Again, I'm proud of you for identifying, hey, anxiety is an area of my life that I've struggled with. That's step number one, because the Lord wants to bring healing and restoration to you in that area. And so I'm going to pray for you. Actually, I feel like just led to pray for those listening to this episode right now. And then I'll leave you with a few um, to-dos. So Father God, I thank you right now for each well woman that is listening to this episode, whether it's uh, now or whether it's way out in the future. Lord, I bless them and I bless their families. Um, or anyone that they have direct influence upon. God, I thank you right now that your spirit is hovering over them right now that wants to root out any any uh, residue of anxiety. Father God, I thank you that you're going to the root of the issue. Father, I thank you that right now you're actually bringing clarity to why anxiety has had a foothold or a stronghold in this precious woman's heart and mind. And Lord, I thank you that your love covers over fear, that your love, your perfect love actually casts out fear. Your perfect love casts out anxiety. So I thank you right now for my sister that you are, you are casting out anxiety in any area of her heart and her mind. Lord, I thank you that 1 Peter 5, 7 says that this precious woman can cast all her anxiety on you, Lord, because you care for her. Lord, so I thank you that as she takes the courageous step to cast all of her anxiety on you in this very moment, Lord, that you would fill her up with your word, you'd fill her up with your spirit, and you'd overflow in her heart hope through the power of the Holy Spirit to believe and to start to walk by faith in freedom from anxiety. Lord, I thank you that this will not only uh, affect her and impact her life and the things that you're calling her into, but it'll also have a ripple effect on those around her so that others can be led into this place of peace and healing and wholeness in Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you for all these things in your name. Amen. So again, thank you for joining me. I invite you to continue listening to our Freedom From series. Again, a few resources that I spoke about today that I think would be helpful for you is Miracle Mornings. Just Google it. It's a book. Um, It's also a documentary now. I have a 
my book called Food Freedom and also a corresponding online course you can take at your own time, on your own time. It's called Food Freedom 16. It will really help you walk through some of these holistic tactics of being free from anxiety. And then, of course, I'm not a counselor. I'm not a psychiatrist. So I encourage you, if this is really an area that you've not submitted yet to someone, get a close friend, get someone you trust, um, consider a counselor, a godly counselor that can help walk through this with you um, for for the journey that you are on. So I just encourage that um, and let this just be a supplement to that. So as we wrap up, thank you for sharing this episode series. Remember to rate and review on Apple Music. You can take a screenshot of this and share it on Instagram um, or Facebook at Well Women Co. Again, I encourage you to reach out with any prayer requests or if you have episode suggestions, you can send those to connect at wellwomenco.com. That's connect at wellwomenco.com. Again, you can get my book. You can get the show notes and other free resources at wellwomenco.com. So thanks again for spending this time with me. I honor you. I'm excited for um, how this freedom from anxiety is going to continue to manifest an overflow in your life. We'll see you next time.